are joined here at the beginning of every month here with New Jersey State climatologist, Dr. Dave Robinson. You know, I don't know, August to me felt, I mean, it was nice. It was very nice, but I like a little heat in my life. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we didn't get all that much. No, no. I mean, I think the general theme for August is something like, is that all there is? <laughs> yeah, that could we be a narrative notice. at the at the top. That's what I that's my working title right now because thank goodness we didn't have any tropical system. Um we didn't have a lot of flooding rains. We had some localized downpours, um, but it was a little on the dry side. Um, didn't have any real heat waves. Um yeah, I mean we had three tornadoes. Um we did. Kind of the theme is, yeah, is that all there is? It wasn't a very eventful August. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be grateful for that. <laughs> well, and, and your narratives, I should say, you could find it at njclimate.org, right? At the beginning of uh, probably next week, right? After Labor Day is when it'll come out. Yeah, yeah. I've almost, I've got a rough draft done, but then uh, it gets edited, you know, look through, um, formatted. Right. All the technical stuff, the formatting, Matt Gerbush, assistant state climatologist, does. And, and then we have to uh, open up the portal and post it and whatever. So um, he deserves the uh, holiday weekend. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> so. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. And a very nice uh, Labor Day weekend, whether you're listening before or after Labor Day will be or was nice. Um, let's pretend it was Tuesday after Labor Day. And I ask you, how was your Labor Day weekend, Dave Robinson? Um, uh, on the quiet side, but okay. you know, took took a day to hike and bike. Um, but otherwise, it's uh, uh, sadly work and getting ready for the semester that begins. If it's Tuesday, yeah, today. it begins today, right? Uh, we are recording this on August thirty first, but we do have uh, Labor Day weekend. Some of you might be listening after Labor Day. Um, you know, this time of year, uh, how does it feel for you, you know, with the climate office, with teaching, everything else going on as uh, we kind of we say goodbye to summer and hello to September and fall? It's always something interesting. I mean, it never gets real quiet because the climate weather never gets all quiet. Uh, looks like we could have start off with hotter weather in September than we had in uh, in August. Uh, the hurricane season still has a long way to go uh and we have to keep an eye out there yeah um, front to the to the south um and then you throw in you know the start of the semester and teaching and seeing colleagues and students coming back it's a good time it's a good time it's a fresh start a renew if renewal if you will um after uh, a quieter but still not unbusy summer yeah, you know, I think sometimes like fall, like it's more of a like to your point of renewal than New Year's Day sometimes, and more because of the the weather. I you know maybe it's just the meteorologist in me, but you know December's cold, January's cold. But like when you start to go from you know August to September, things start to change. Things kind of settle down in some ways, pick up in other ways. It does feel like a renewal. Um, I do want to start off about uh, with this episode with hurricane season, like you said. We haven't seen much in New Jersey except for the rip currents and the swells and the coastal flooding from Hurricane Franklin. But I did want to talk about Edalia because that has been the big national story made landfall on Wednesday as a Category 3 hurricane um, near Perry, Florida, in that big bend of Florida here. 
Um, you know, as we go through Labor Day weekend, it's kind of going to get held up near or just west of Bermuda without really having too much of an area to go here. But turning it to New Jersey, you know, what I see and what the Hurricane Center has seen is, hey, our water temperatures are really warm in the Atlantic and the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, there's an El Nino, which usually stunts hurricane season. But NOAA and National Weather Service and Colorado State University all tend to think that the warmer ocean temperatures just being record warm or near record warm is going to win out. So I just wanted to hear your take on and what you think as we get into really what is the peak of hurricane season? Yeah, I mean, that's that's worried me. And I've been talking to people, the media for six, eight weeks now saying, you know, the El Nino effect with shearing in the atmosphere doesn't allow the storms to bubble up. Um, that might inhibit the long-tracked hurricanes coming off the African coast, the ones that can really batter the U.S. But with the Gulf, the Caribbean, the Western Atlantic so warm, what I call homegrown hurricanes, if you will. And please take that in the context of the subtropics. We don't grow hurricanes here off the Jersey coast. That's right. But I was worried more about those spinning up and then we know that in this day and age, storms are seem to be intensifying very quickly um, and in part due to the above normal water temperatures. And, and we saw that this week with the Idalia. Um, and that concerns me later as we get to mid and late season. And then, of course, with the weather, the, the water temperatures warm off the mid-Atlantic, any storm that makes it up in this direction is liable to stay stronger and wetter longer than it would with average sea surface temperatures. We saw it with Sandy. It didn't change the course of Sandy. It made Sandy a stronger storm further north. Um, And that's something I've been concerned about. So it looks like water temperatures may rule on a local homegrown scale. They may the El Nino effects may minimize the long track hurricanes coming off the African coast. I want to know what your thoughts were on Hillary as well, switching coasts uh, that uh, it didn't make landfall in California, but it did go. It, let's put it this way. It went through California as, as tropical, but it didn't actually make landfall in San Diego or Los Angeles. But that was kind of wacky, huh? Uh, un, uh, uh, not unprecedented. Right. It was really wacky and I love, and this is, we've talked about this, how everything's connected to everything. We've already talked about the tropical Pacific affecting the Atlantic and what can come up our way. But Hillary was tracked up the Yucatan, I said Yucatan, excuse me, up the Baja uh, just offshore because there was a, a dip in the jet stream out in the Pacific that ushered it up. And not only that, there was this huge ridge of record-breaking high pressure over the central part of the country. And that helped usher it up through Nevada and western, uh, eastern Oregon and into Idaho. And that storm itself helped to strengthen the ridge over the central part of the country. And then where were we? Well, we were where dipped back down again in the east, and that's one of the reasons we didn't get that big heat wave from out in the center part of the country. We got early last weekend a backdoor cold front come in yeah. and get us comfortable. So this very pronounced um, jet stream and these events are feeding off of one another. It's just fascinating. 
Yeah, very fascinating. And, uh, you know, you talk about that heat dome, right, that was over or that ridge of high pressure in the central United States. They've really been cooking, right? But for us, and we talk about temperatures in August, uh, you know, we were at or even below average. Atlantic Sea or National Airport certainly was below average here. Um, just a couple of stats, and then I'll, I'll turn it over to you. We didn't yeah. have a heat wave uh, at Atlantic City or National Airport inland for the month of August. That's three days or more of 90 degree or greater heat. We only had two days that even got to 90 degrees uh, at the airport. And the shore, of course, was cooler during a lot of these days as well. And August 2nd was really interesting. Because, and you're laughing because we actually got down into the 40s at night at some places in the Pine Barrens. So, you know, it... It's kind of weird because we're so used to saying like, oh, it was an above average. It was so hot or it was warm or, you know, or even, you know, we had in June, it was below average. Right. But this was just kind of seasonable. Yeah. Um, remember, we're looking at seasonable compared to 1991 to 2020 normals. So when we average normal, if you look at the rankings going back a century or more, we're above the period of record mean but we're mean compared to the last 30 years. Uh, again, it, it's been, I'm going to have to look at the numbers, but May, June, and August, all below normal. It was the first time in three years we had had back-to-back -back months below normal. I don't know the last time we've had three out of four months below normal. Um, again, the normals being 1991 to 2020, yep. not 1895 to 2023. Uh, which is generally the period of record for statewide data. So it's, we've, no one in <laughs> New Jersey should complain about this summer. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, you just can't. Uh, the temperatures were not exceedingly warm. Look what it was elsewhere in the country. We had occasional flooding rains in July. They got walloped up in northwest Jersey. We started the summer worried about drought a little bit, but we never got into severe dry weather. We never got into widespread flooding. Uh, it's not been a bad summer. I mean, I know some people have complained the weekends weren't as great. Uh, we could talk about it. You can feed your... your We're going to get into that. Yeah, take on that. Um, but frankly, if you're comparing it to last summer, which was hot and dry, yeah, you didn't do it this summer. Yeah, but we really have nothing to complain about this summer. Well, what about the smoke? That was an unusual feature, yeah. and we started off summer June first, being the start of summer with yeah, no people in central North Jersey in particular are never going to forget. June the afternoon of June 7th yeah yeah when street lights were going on yeah and, and we'll talk about wildfire smoke in, in a little bit I will talk about the weekend weather because as you so nicely alluded to we are almost ready for our sixth annual short summer weekend weather report card I will be recording from Ocean City High School the week of Labor Day now as somebody who's in the profession of grading things um you know, I want to know what your thoughts were if you had to give a letter grade to the weekend weathers in uh, throughout the summer. And I'll tell you where I'm at for the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I've looked more to the north because uh, a, a certain newspaper up the coast from you, I've already spoken to about summer mm. uh, weather uh, to their econ their business reporter uh, who I've oh. 
known and spoken to for many years, and we both went to the same undergraduate school. Um, but I, I, it definitely in the B range. Um, it maybe even B plus because at least looking at Seagirt data up the coast, like I said, I haven't looked at the Marina or Cape May numbers. You know, some people were talking about it's been so cloudy. Uh, no, one that cloudy. That's been so rainy. There were a couple weekend days that washed out. Um, hot. There were a couple of hot weekend um, days. Yeah. So overall, I, I think it, it was pretty average to slightly above average and mind you you know c is not an average grade in this day and age I <laughs> not, mean, not in 2023 um no. yeah i'm i'm pretty close uh so i'm not gonna you know i labor day hasn't happened yet but so far i have a 3.3 gpa going into labor day weekend which is a b plus uh just yeah. getting into b plus territory here um and yeah i mean you know the summer and this happens every year. The beginning of the summer starts off kind of shaky. You know, you get that day where it's 68 degrees and it's cloudy and the wind's blowing off the ocean. But really, it was I would say it's a very consistent summer, to be honest, because I have no grade lower than a C plus, And that was the first weekend of June. And I only have I only really only have one A. And that was the eight, August 18th and 20th weekend here. Now, that being said, it looks like Labor Day weekend is going to be an A. I mean, so we'll have two A's. But overall, fairly good. Um, you know, going back the past six years, I've been doing this. Well, this will be year six. But going back the past years, you know, we've had as high of a GPA as 3.4. Um, so I don't know if we're going to get there. Uh, but we definitely should be either we should be third best out of the six years because the 3.4 happened twice in my book. But that is my grade. Was last summer a 3.4? Last summer was. A, yeah, wait, hold on one second. I'm going to pull it up for you because I, I believe it. I'm going to pull up the last year. I got to go on our website. You can check it out. Pressofac.com slash weather. Yes. Last year was a 3.4. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I said, you got to be careful comparing to last summer because last summer couldn't get much better. But it was also one of the hottest summers on wet, on record and the yeah. driest summer since 1966. Now we're talking statewide here. Right. So, right. you know, careful what you wish for there a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then again, if you're at the shore, that's what you wish for. Well, that, there, yeah, that's, that's kind of what you're wishing for. I mean, last year. I didn't have any grade below a B and I had three A's, you know, for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. And the, and the worst one was actually the year before that in 2021. And we really got off to a horrible start because Memorial Day weekend, if you remember, was like the worst. It rained. For I was in Cape May that weekend. Yeah. yeah. It was only Monday that that salvaged it, you know, from not being an F. And then we kind sure, of we, sure. we didn't have one A. So anyway. You can check out the yeah. final grades on pressofac.com slash weather. Uh, we're going to cool. take a brief break. We'll come back in the other side. We'll talk about precipitation. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about full foliage, too, on the Something in the Air podcast. 
The press of Atlantic City is such a unique place for weather, and it's not just because I'm working here. Let me tell you why. We're the only place in the state with a degreed meteorologist, and that means we're writing weather stories, climate stories, environmental stories you're not going to get anywhere else in New Jersey. Plus, with a meteorologist like me, you're able to get forecast videos twice a day from our state-of-the-art IBM Max graphic system, a weather column each day, of course, these podcasts, and Plenty of social media postings, I'm sure many of you had seen. So if you're interested in more weather, we have our free daily weather newsletter for you at pressofac.com slash newsletters. It comes out every morning in your inbox around 7 a.m. And if you want it all, you can subscribe to the Press of Atlantic City at pressofac.com slash subscribe. Welcome back, everybody, to the Something in the Air podcast. New episodes come out around the flip of every month here. In this case, we're recording on August 31st, recapping the month of August and uh, climatological summer. I just want to talk about wildfire smoke because we did touch on it a little bit earlier. It reared its ugly head on about August 3rd for a few days, and then August 22nd, it came back. Um to me, though, this was different than what we had in June. I mean, air quality wasn't impacted by this. It was more high up smoke, you know, 10, 20,000 feet. Um, but what a summer, because I think, you know, if there is one thing we could say about summer is that it was a smoky summer um, yeah. that we had. Yeah. And for the most part, mind you, we've had some localized fires. We had 1,700 acre fire in th- this month over in Burlington, um, Camden area around Medford and whatever. But for the most part, we can blame Canada uh, yes. for that. Uh, whether that from the West, which started back in May and then came from the East um, early in June. Um, actually, I pulled um, a map from the 1st of August of this month where South Jersey was in the smoke, high aloft, and mm. North Jersey wasn't so much. And I looked at our solar radiation that we measure at our weather network, and it resulted in about a 10% reduction in midday solar radiation. Wow. Uh, so it affected your tanning time. Um, Very but, important. Yeah, but fortunately, not a health issue here in terms of uh, the 2.5 particle micron particle yeah. sizes and the air quality index. So, you know, it was just been just a miserable summer up north and we've we've talked about this before the irony was when we get a, a refreshing shot of cool air in like we did on the morning of the second we've talked about it would come with smoke because it was coming from canada yeah when the winds turned to the south and it got humid and sticky and on the hot side no smoke right <laughs> because there were no fires in down right. the Atlantic or in the southeast. Now there are in the southeast now in Louisiana. There's a lot of wildfires down there, um, but otherwise, you know, I, I don't think we're going to hear about smoke coming up from Louisiana. At least I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, Tim. Well, uh, hopefully, any smoke just comes from the north. We don't need everywhere uh, burning. Of course, uh, we'll turn towards precipitation for the month here. Um, we did pull out of drought in South Jersey with that first update, uh, which was August 1st. Uh, that's where the data was through. Map came out on the 3rd. Uh, we're still in some what, what we like to call abnormally dry conditions, um, a D0 uh, on the drought monitor here. 
generally, from what I saw, you know, precipitation was below average region wide. Of course, some places get the thunderstorm, some places don't. Um, but with rain, you know, I guess it, the way I take it, and you know, you can chime in. It was enough to, you know, in July to get us out of drought, but we haven't really made our case to like fully make us okay going into September. No, uh, you're spot on. In fact, South Jersey took it on the nose uh, or the chin or whatever it is uh, this month, this past month. Uh, North Jersey above normal to above normal monthly precipitation. South Jersey below. Uh, D zero this week is expanded a little bit in Ocean County. Um, it hasn't changed. There's still an area of D zero in Eastern Cumberland, um, Northern Cape May, Southern Atlantic. Uh, tell you the truth, it's probably that there was some rain in the South last yesterday. I guess. Yes. Yep. The thirtieth, and that may be the saving grace to keep South Jersey from getting more of D zero. And there is an area right centered on the Pinelands. Uh, that may be in D1 territory, which would be the incipient drought. Uh, we need rain south of I Interstate 195. That's what it comes down to. Um, it's been timely enough that it's kept things from getting too crispy. We had the fire um, it, it, down in the south. There could be others. I really would like to see some rain in South Jersey. Yeah. Um, Hamilton did well. Hamilton led the way in Atlanta County with 4.13 inches, but Ventnor was 1.75. Um, sea Isle City had 3.31, um, lower township 2.03. I should say that all these should be somewhere around four to four and a half inches for average. And Jackson. 5.38. They caught a couple of those thunderstorms. Right. That you and that's happened. right on that 195 border. That mentioned, right. And and Stafford Township 1.81. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've dodged it by having enough rain and timely enough rain. But, you know, I'm worried this weekend's going to be dry and the week is going to, next week's going to start hot and dry. Um, we may be looking for some rain <laughs> as we go into the first and second week of September. I hate to say that, but um, yeah, getting a little concerned, South Jersey. Yep. And, uh, you know, I love my September's dry and warm. Uh, it keeps that beach season going. I think a lot of people at the shore do. But like you said, we do need the rain. That is for sure. I just want to throw out this little uh, nugget because, you know, I love dew points. For people who are listening, I did research with yours truly over here on the other side of my screen, research on dew points in New Jersey. But Atlantic City International Airport uh, had a dew point of 65.9 degrees. Dew points, a measure of moisture in the air. 65.9 is, you're feeling it. It's not muggy, but you're feeling it. Um, But that was the lowest dew point since 2015. Uh, but it's still humid than most years on record. So it looks like we've actually gotten a little more humid with time, just given what I saw from the numbers here. But, um, you know, on the drier side in recent memory, I'll turn to fall foliage because um, dry September and warm September, that kind of looks to be the case over the next seven days. Climate Prediction Center is forecasting for more than likely for it to be above average with our temps. Tell us what we need for the best fall foliage here in New Jersey and how we just stack up so far going into September. 
so far we're okay. Um, I'm a little worried in the south because August was dry. But for the most part, uh, the summer was not drought-like. Um, again, I looked at June through August stats in Hamilton. They led the way in August. They're 15.48 inches for the summer. That's above normal. Um, Ventnor, though, again, lowest in August. They were lowest for the summer at 8.69, almost a factor of two going across the county. And that's kind of the way it went to the north and south in Ocean and Cape May as well. So a little dry, but not too dry. So that's good. Um, not super hot. That's good from desiccation standpoint. But now we get September, as you mentioned. If September's very dry, that's not so great. If September is very warm, that's not so great. You want, as we get into September, to have cooler nights in particular. Uh, and you, you want some rain as well. So I'm getting a little concerned that we might not have the ideal foliage set up in terms of our weather, uh, particularly in the southern part of the state. But as long as September rainfalls average, um, we start getting some cool nights later in the month. I think we could be in pretty good shape for foliage, uh, better than last summer, which, as we mentioned, was hot and dry. Yeah. So sounds like let's just cross our fingers. Hopefully September writes the ship here and then, you know, yeah. we can be OK. And of course, when you get into foliage season, you just don't want there to be a lot of wind or rain to knock down these leaves from the tree. It sounds, you know, simple, but that's really just what it is at that point. So Hopefully we can ride it out, but good news. Uh, it looks to be okay news, as you said, going into uh, foliage time here. Um, we have about three minutes left. I want to talk about two things. One, if we can do it in about a minute or a minute and a half, meteorological or climatological summer ends with the end of August, June, July, and August. Um, where do we stack up temperature-wise, precipitation-wise? And then the floor is yours at the end. Uh, I know we got some new stuff going on at the climate office. Yeah. Um, again, we've talked a lot about summer already. I mentioned that two of the three months are going to be below normal, uh, but July was the 10th warmest. So it's going to probably come out being being uh, average or maybe a little above average, but that's 91 to 2020. When you look at the rankings, this isn't going to be a top 10 by any means for warmth in the summer, uh, but it'll probably be in the top 25 or 30 going back 128 years. Um, so again, nothing too tremendous. Uh, precip wise, um, again, depending where you are in the state, and that's always the case, winners and, or, and losers in the summer, um, you're gonna have, it's gonna be tough to look at precip wise. I think we're gonna end up probably a little below average, um, particularly in the Southern part of the state. Uh, the Northwest, definitely above average. But when you have 16 inches of rain in July, as one station did up there, uh, of course, that's a summer's worth of rain in a month. And again, that was isolated. Uh, but a lot of stations were over 10 inches. So uh, again, it's going to be a wet north, uh, somewhat below normal south picture. Um, we had a handful of tornadoes looking through no um, smoke, as you said is going to yeah. be a top 10 for 2023 yeah no question so again um i won't say is that all there is which i would for august um but again i don't think it's going to go down as anyone's most memorable summer except in the smoke department right 
I think that that's fair. I think it's fair. and a tornado, right? Tornadoes too. Yeah, tornadoes. We have to keep an eye on that. We're up there, tied right now for the second most in a calendar year, um, going back to 1950 with 13. Um, 17's the record. Um, so we just need one severe outbreak or one or two in the fall. And we can see them in September, October. And we had a big outbreak of November tornadoes back in 1999, which helped set the annual record of 17. So, you know, tornadoes started with one in February this year in Mercer County. So let's see. Let's hope it's a quiet season. Right, we're gonna hope, and also I just want to uh, just uh, with the tornadoes in 1987 with the with the outbreak. You said 99. I just wanted to let everybody know. I, I meant it. It was it was 1989. 1989. Okay, so it's not. I said 99. Then. Okay, 99 was Floyd. 99 was Floyd. That, that that was a big that was a big weather year for other reasons as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 89. 89 was the November tornado outbreak. That broke led to the record being broken for the calendar yep. year. 89. I said 87. My pop. We were both wrong at first uh glance. Now we got to it. We got we got some teamwork here. 1989. Okay, we got about 30 seconds left. What's going on with the climate office? Uh knew we got some new maps coming up. We have some new maps. Um, a new mapping package that's been under development in our lab. Um, kudos to our IT specialist, Chad Schmuckler and Jay Wright. Um, but Jay Reed, excuse me for putting it uh, putting it together. Uh, you can find it right now by looking at the bar on njweather.org and the bar for maps. Um, you'll see our old maps are, as of this recording, are still the thumbnails across the top, but that may change by the time you listen to this. Um, and they're more interactive. But the point I wanted to make here was, please look at them. And there's a comment area. We're, we're soliciting comments. We're considering this a beta version. So if there's something you'd like to see added, we're going to work on animation. We're going to work on wind barbs. Um, we, but we wanted to get this launched. So if you have comments, something you liked in the old maps and you don't see in these maps or something you've always wanted to see in a map, please let us know. We'd love your feedback. Awesome. Yep. I'll uh, be giving some feedback as well. So if you want to join me, it's great. The information is fantastic. I use it a lot. I, I need to credit you guys more than I than I do. But uh, but it's always really good stuff that you guys are doing with letting people know what's happening right now uh, in New Jersey. So we are going to wrap it up for this something in the air podcast recap of the month of August. We will be back with you around the turn of the month from September into October. Hopefully we have a little more rain by then, but I also want some really good beach days in September because I've only been to the beach twice this year. Well, at least casually been to the beach twice. We're working the story. So anyway, we'll see you then as we go into the beginning of October. For New Jersey State climatologist Dr. Dave Robinson, I'm meteorologist Joe Marcucci at the Preston Atlantic City. Take care, everybody.